Hi there. You're about to enjoy a recording made in Wellspring Church in central Watford. We're glad you've connected with us online. And of course, you can follow us on social media, even download the Wellspring app. But much better than this is meeting in person. We would love to welcome you to one of our services in a congregation near you. As you listen to this recording, know that we are praying for you to be encouraged, inspired, and given wisdom from heaven to live life to the full as Jesus intended and bring transformation to your world with his amazing love. God bless you. Praise God. Good morning to all of you, and thank God for the opportunity to be with you just this morning to really, as, as Tim says, to see what God is saying to us. And... Uh, you know, it's important to share secrets because uh, I mentioned to Tim that um, this morning that when I was asked to speak in order to honour him and honour the man of the house, I know what it's like when you have a strange speaker coming into the house. You're not, you don't want to spend the whole message on edge wondering what's he going to say next. So I said, well, I said to myself, I know that feeling of having a, a guest speaker in the house and always not knowing where he's going or what he's going to say. So I offered to say, I'm going to send you a transcript with all the PowerPoints. I'm not sure why I did that, but uh, I, just want, I wanted to reassure him that all is well. Um, but to be honest with you, when I did that, I said to my wife, oh, I think, I've, I, think I may have snooked myself now, because that's not how I normally preach. And uh, to be honest with you, this morning I felt really uh, in a corner uh, that I couldn't break out of. Uh, so when he came over and said... Um, the information is good, but I want you to be yourself. I felt such a such a, a weight of relief come over me that uh, I was. They call it death by PowerPoint, and I know why. Uh, it's, it's it's it felt like death by PowerPoint, but uh, thank God I can share freely, which is a good thing. And uh, I apologise to anyone who felt the same. <laughs> but uh, God is good, isn't He? Yeah. Um, and time is, the time is limited. I know that we only have a short time. And what God really was putting on my heart and what I do up and down the country is I tend to just speak freely from the heart as to what God is saying to any audience uh, in front of me. And likewise today, God wants to speak to us this morning, but not just to speak to us. He also wants to do something amongst us. He wants to bring healing. He wants to bring deliverance. He wants to bring freedom. There is no word as good as a right now word for God's people. And he wants to bring a right now word for you in your life. And already I feel the freedom much, much more uh, natural to how I speak. He wants to bring a word to you. Someone came this morning wanting a word from God. Well, that word is here and that word is now. Uh, there's a song that says, I won't leave here like I came in Jesus' name. Not wounded, not bound, not oppressed, not sick or lame, because the Holy Ghost of Acts is still the same. And I won't leave here like I came in Jesus' name. There is no point coming to church and leaving the same way. It is absolutely no point. Whenever you come to church like you have this morning, you should always come with a sense of expectation that God is going to do something fantastic in your life, that he's going to transform your life, that he's going to change your life. And then when given the opportunity 
to have that impartation, we should snatch it with everything that we have. Because God wants to change us by the, the word of God, by the preaching of the word of God. And he wants to heal us. He wants to heal us inside. Many of us have been holding on to hurts and grievances for a long time. And we've come to church with those hurts and grievances. And in all likelihood, we're going to leave today with those same hurts and grievances. But we need to acknowledge that the power of God is here to heal us. That healing is still possible in the atonement. That God is still alive. That Jesus is still alive. Amen? His word is still alive. And because of that, nothing is impossible to those who believe. Today is a time of impartation. Impartation upon the body of Christ. And I believe that today the Holy Spirit wants to do something in Wellspring Church. I believe he wants to take us forward to a new dimension, to a new era, to a new time. It's a time of transition. You'll notice that uh, Tim is sometimes going to Burkina Faso, sometimes to other places, that God has put upon him now the mantle of an apostle. And sometimes the apostle may need to go overseas. And that means that God needs to raise up new leaders amongst the congregation to support him when he is away. The church was never designed to be a one-man band. That is probably the most unhealthy model of church, where one person does it all. It was always meant to be a body ministry, where every single member was using their gift from God. Whether it's singing, God wants you to sing. Whether it's uh, playing an instrument, God wants you to play an instrument. Whether it's writing, God wants you to write, to speak. And beyond these church ecclesiastical gifts, God wants us just to abide in the gifting that we have. For example, if you may be a nurse or a doctor or a teacher, God just wants you to stay, stay there. Because ministry has never been confined to the house of God. Ministry is meant to water the nations. Some of us, our ministry is just to our children. God wants you to raise those three or four children and to pour into their lives and to continue to pour into their lives and to teach them and to pray for them and to bless them. And perhaps one of them may be the next prime minister or the next president. And your ministry assignment has been effective. Never be covetous of spiritual gifts in terms of, I want something that that person has. God said, abide in your calling. It's the only way you can be powerful. It's the only way you can be effective. And it's the only way that you can be blessed, is if we do that. And so today, we want to find a way to see how, if we go out into the deep, and we launch into the deep, how the entire body of Wellspring, how we can share our gifts together so that no one person has all the glory, but we all find a way to synergize and work together. And this is what the whole thrust of the book of Acts and the book of Corinthians was all about, that Paul had to find a way to take all of these different gifts 
and find a way to bring them together so that God would be glorified. Because at the end of the day, the gifts are for his glory. And so he mentioned the word unity. The Holy Spirit brings unity. And that word that he used for unity is an interesting Greek word. It's the word symphonia. And in that word symphonia, you can hear something. You can hear the word symphony. How a conductor has the task of bringing together the brass section and the string section and the wind and the percussion. That's a task. And that's the task that we in the church face is how to bring all of these different voices and gifts together into a symphony that will glorify God. Those of you who've ever been to a symphony concert, you know the first half an hour is like pandemonium as they tune together. It's almost like a cat being strangled as they tune together. But once they're tuned and once they work in harmony, we have a glorious sound. This phase of tuning is everyone finding their pitch and everyone finding their place in the church, everyone finding their level. And that takes seeking God. Seeking God, lay, Lord, what have you called me to do? Why have you brought me to Wellspring Church? What's your purpose for my life? Lord, I'm available to you. I'm here, Lord, and I'm available to you. Once you say those wonderful words, Lord, I'm here and I'm available, it all begins. Because God can use not your ability. He can use your availability. Once you say, Lord, I'm here, use me, that's when things begin. And so we have to keep ourselves open and say, Lord, I'm here. Use me. There must be a purpose for my life. There must be a reason for my existence. What's my calling? What's my assignment? What's my gifting? How can I make a difference in this church? How can I glorify you through what you have given me? The Holy Spirit, therefore, is God's gift and it manifests in all different manifestations. And so, to one person, he will have the gift of administration. We need administrators in the church. If we don't have administrators, the whole thing will fall down. Not everybody can be the preacher. Not everybody can be the lead singer of the church. Someone has to do the books. Perhaps God has been speaking to you to offer your gifts of administration to the church and you've been struggling and resisting. And you're saying, well, I'm not sure. I don't want to ask. Perhaps God has been speaking to you about leading or speaking. Perhaps God has been using you and every time, you know, you sing in the bathroom and everyone tells you what a wonderful voice you have. And uh, everyone says to you, what a wonderful voice you have. And they can't make it any clearer what a wonderful voice you have. And the church needs singers. Would you offer your gift to God and say, Lord, here I am. I want to lay this gift at the feet of Wellspring Church and say, well, Tim, if you ever need me as a singer, I'm here. I'm not going to push myself forward, but I've been, God has been speaking to me. I, 
everyone seems to say that I have a, I can carry a tune, um, I'm here. Likewise, there are some of you who can play an instrument very, very well, and you've been sitting down on that gift. And God is calling that gift out now and saying, offer it to the feet of the cross and say, I, you know, I can play, I'd love to play in the church, if ever you need me, I'm here. This is the kind of church that God needs where the gifts begin to operate and the gifts begin to flow. Beyond these gifts, there are all kinds of gifts, as I mentioned, such as nurses and doctors. You know, sometimes you may feel that uh, your gifting is limited to only to one section, but God wants to use you in a mighty way. Today, I really feel that there needs to be a time impartation uh, Paul said to Timothy, stir up the gift that God has given to you. But how was, it, how was it stirred up? It was stirred up by the laying on of hands. Today, I would love it if we had a time where we could release the gifting that God has given to you by the laying on of hands. I'd love that. Sometimes your gift has just been waiting for that divine spark and that anointing for it to begin. And there are all kinds of things that God wants to release in the church today, but they've been sitting there latently, latent. And God is saying, now is the time for the church to be released. Now is the time for the church to be released. There is danger in everything, uh, as I mentioned before. And I, I know from my experience um, that the church is at a delicate place because opening the door to the Holy Spirit can be the greatest thing that ever happened to the church. Or it can be one of the most catastrophic things that ever happened to the church. And for this reason, many people, many churches, completely leave it out. Don't speak about tongues. Don't speak about healing. We're keeping that door firmly closed because we want order in the house. We want to know what's going to be said, what songs are going to be sung, in what key. We want to know what time the announcements finish and so we can all go home and, and relax. But opening the door to the Spirit invites all kind of things. It involves, it invites people standing up saying, Pastor, I've got a word from God. It invites people speaking in tongues. It invites people doing strange things, and many churches are afraid of that. But the reason why it's so important is because the Holy Spirit has been given. He's been poured out upon the earth. The Holy Spirit is here, and the kingdom of God is here. Amen, praise God. And materialism is not God's way. We're not living in a material world. We're living in a spiritual world and we are spiritual people, and the Holy Spirit dwells within us. This is why, if I had one thought to you, it would be two scriptures. One would be Acts 2 verse 1, where the Holy Spirit is given, and it belongs to everyone who is clean. This is the first thought I want to give Max 2. The Holy Spirit came after 40 days, or 50 days, or it was 40 days and then 10 days of seeking because it was a, a two-stage two uh, process where they had to come together for a long time and pray. 
But it says that when they were in one accord, do you hear that? That Greek word homothemadon means one accord. That when they were all in one accord, that was when the moment that the Holy Spirit came. That Greek word homothemadon means that they had the same heart. They had the same mind. And so the Holy Spirit came down upon the church and blessed them. We are waiting in Wellspring for everyone to come together in prayer and unity to forget about the things that don't matter, the things that don't make uh, anyone's life you know, different, the things that seem to uh, be so important to us are not important to God. You know, when I used to pastor a church, it was very much like the Corinthian church. In fact, I've never met a church more like the Corinthian church than the one that I pastored. They were Greeks, they were charismatics, they had gifts, they had dreams, they had order, they had disorder. And I felt that this book of Corinthians, it brings back good memories. It also brings back painful memories. Uh, having to bring all those gifts together into one can be painful. And so the task of that unity depends upon our cleanliness. We have to repent of our sins. That seems like a strange word, doesn't it? Repentance. But repentance is where it all begins. Because the Holy Spirit is above all holy. Can we say holiness in the house of God? That's a strange word in a, in a society where nobody seems to be worried about holiness. And everywhere I go, it seems, uh, I'm not sure if it's just me, but I can hear an increase in profanity. The words that we speak desecrate the temple. The words that come out of our mouth bring desecration to the temple. That's why Paul says, let the word, your words be seasoned with salt, that they may bring grace, minister grace to the hearer. And when you swear and use profanities, what happens is that the, the temple of God is desecrated by the words that come out of your mouth. And perhaps this is what the gender is for the enemy, to desecrate people's lives by profanities. But God, on the other hand, wants us to bless, to bless others, to bless our children, to bless our families. And so the Holy Spirit comes together on the day of Pentecost, once they had come together in unity. Brothers and sisters, let us come together and pray until we can find that common unity. I feel a time of praying for the church so that we can come together in one mind and one heart to learn to put aside the things that are not important and to focus on the things that are important and to say to God, Lord, I'm available to you. Let me just go quickly before we pray to Corinthians. And Paul, talk, Paul talks about the fact that as we are one body, we have many members. And each member has been uh, called to a different assignment. And so if you look at Corinthians uh, chapter 12, Paul mentions, if you just go there quickly, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, it says that in verse, that there are many different kinds of spiritual gifts. But listen to this. The same spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord.
God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in us all. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other. To one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same Spirit gives a message of special knowledge. Words of knowledge. Have you ever felt, I know what you're thinking? I asked my daughter the other day, what's your spiritual gift? She says, I'm not sure, Daddy, but somehow I can tell what people are thinking. I thought, oh dear, that's not good. <laughs> that's, that's worrying because I, I think all kinds of things. Uh, my wife is a dreamer, I mentioned earlier on. She has dreams about people. Uh, and her dreams come true. Sometimes she mentions things in her dreams and they, they come true. They happen. So I'm all ears when she says, I've had a dream last night. I'm all ears because God is speaking through that way. Perhaps you are wondering why you have so many dreams lately, what they all mean, and should you take them seriously. In the church of the Spirit, all of these gifts are welcome. And that we're not going to chase you out and say, go and find somewhere with all that gibberish. You're welcome here in this place because the power of God is here to bless us. I just want to say that also he gives one person the power to perform miracles. There is no reason for many of us to pass away unnecessarily. God may want to do a miracle in your life, and some of us have that gift of healing. Why not use it for the glory of God? The Spirit of God, the ability to speak in unknown tongues, and I won't develop that one too, too much, but the gift of tongues is an important gift. Yes. Amen? Yes. It's a wonderful gift. It's a powerful gift. Do not speak against it. Don't quench the spirit. Don't run it out of town. Yes. Run him out of town. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit is a person. And today, I just feel in my spirit, in my heart, uh, this morning, there's much teaching that can be done on this subject but today is not a time for information. It's not a time so much for revelation. I feel that today is a time for impartation. That's what my, my thing, not information, not revelation, but impartation. I believe firmly that there are people here today who need to be blessed, who need, to be, who need a hand of blessing over your life. You've been beaten down, you've been worn down, and you need a blessing from God. You need to come forward today to get a blessing, to get a hug. Just that hug and that touch will bless you. There's some of you who have got those latent gifts and God wants to bring it out of you. It's time for you to be a minister of God. Have you thought about that? It's time for your ministry to begin today. Today your ministry begins. Today you begin to encourage. Today you begin to heal. Today you begin to prophesy. Today you begin to do God's will. Come forward and just by the laying on of hands, you'll find that things begin to change and things begin to happen in your life. I'm so glad I put away the PowerPoint, I must admit. That. Never again. But uh, uh, Today God wants to bless you and to heal you. There's some of you who don't believe you can be healed, and so you've just suffered with that condition 
I'm never going to be healed, but today, come on. Do you still believe in healing? Do you still believe in healing? Come and receive it. And then, of course, God wants to bless you with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. If you can just ask God to cleanse you, to forgive you, to wash you, to make you clean, you'll find that uh, the Holy Spirit descends. I feel that the altar call is not just for one person or other. I actually feel the altar call is for the entire church to come together in unity, that homo thimadon, in order that the Holy Spirit can bless us together. That we can have the oneness of mind. We say, I'm going to put aside all of the gripes and all of the offences and all of the things and I'm going to come forward to the altar with my brothers and sisters in the church and we're going to stand together as one. And then you are going to see an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the likes of which we have never seen before because the Holy Spirit is waiting for that oneness of mind. And so I commit this thought and this challenge to you today. Will you rise to that challenge? Can you rise to that challenge? Come on, let's do this. Let's go to the next level. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this recording. We hope it has encouraged you, challenged you, and more than anything, that you've heard the voice of God and been aware of His presence with you wherever you are. Do share with us any answers to prayer or get in touch if there is any way we can help you further on your journey with God. Come and see us on Sunday or you can email us at admin at wellspring-church.org. May God be near you and His peace be yours for the remainder of this day. In Jesus' name, amen.